On episode 69 of DevTalk, I speak to Maddie Legere about moving from Xamarin Forms to .NET MAUI. Welcome to another episode of DevTalk. My name is Kerry Lothrop, and today we have a returning guest, and that is Maddie Legere. Maddie is a program manager at Microsoft working on Xamarin and what is now called .NET MAUI, and I'm really happy to have you back. Hello, Maddie. Hi, thank you so much for having me back. I'm excited. Yeah, thank you. We, we, it's been like maybe you're the fifth person to return to the show. So, so way to go. And uh, we we talked about the tooling technology you were working on last time, and since then, it, that was last year the recording. And since then, so much has happened again in the in the space there. What what is it you're working on right now? Yeah. Oh my goodness, so much. Uh, I think. Hopefully, folks who uh, are interested in .NET have heard of this whole .NET Maui thing, which has been a very crazy year of work that we put into it. And we're finally coming to um, the point where we're going to ship it in November, in this upcoming November 2021. So We might uh, have mentioned it on this podcast, you know. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> at least at least once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and so my job has really switched from being just like, the productivity tooling only PM to making all of that also apply for .NET MAUI and our .NET MAUI developers, but also just like trying to launch kind of this product. And even though for existing Xamarin developers, not much is going to change. We, the, the PM team we have is there's six of us now and two of those are on Windows explicitly, like Windows okay. tooling and stuff. So you might know like David Ordnow or Jake Kirsch or Dimitri Lyland, and those are the other three like real Maui PMs right now. Yeah. Um, and we keep realizing all these things we need to do. Like, oh, we need to make sure that all the libraries that are on GitHub that use Xamarin are ready to go for .NET 6. And uh, we need to make sure that our customers know what's going on and the enterprises that use Xamarin have a migration plan if they need it. And so my job has gone from kind of like, you know, working on cool features like hot reload and hot restart and being like, cool, people are more productive to that. And then also all this stuff involved with launching and marketing and um, communicating this like new product and experience, which has been a fun new challenge for me because I have no idea mm -hmm. what I'm doing. So <laughs> it sounds exciting. Yeah. Uh, so your what is the timeline now for for the I, I think .NET 6 release is fixed and that is definitely going to include Maui, right? Yep. Yep. And that's November, 2021. It's the LTS version of .NET. So that will be kind of the next year's version. Um, and then uh, pending anything crazy happening. And I guess after this past year, we can't, <laughs> we can't plan on anything happening normally anymore, but .NET 7 would be November, 2022. Yeah. So um, you know, that's kind of the, the year per year release. And also this fall, not necessarily the same day or same time. I'm not actually quite sure what the date would be, but Visual Studio 2022 is going to launch. So you'll have 64-bit Visual Studio, and that's kind of built with .NET 6 in mind. Um, so that'll be a nice partnership between those two things, hopefully. Yeah, well, a lot has happened in the last year, and you still managed to stick to the .NET release schedule. So I, I don't believe next year is going to be crazier than this one or the last yeah. one. I, so I got the, the chance to try out .NET MAUI, and it was just uh, I, I installed everything. My computer had a problem with the Wi-Fi driver that made it really slow, and it was painful to install all day. And then right in the evening, there was this announcement 
Visual Studio 2022 are out now. Uh, give it a try. So I had to install again, but it worked. I got the the samples to work, and it didn't take long for me to stumble over the 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 rough edges or the things that weren't there quite uh, where where you would expect them in a in a final release. So can you estimate? Is it is it likely or, or what is it going to contain? In November, then what what's going to be in this package? Is there anything going to be missing that people have right now, uh, or or is it like fully featured, everything finished? Yeah. So the goal, and I think I think at this point it's a hundred percent the truth that whatever you've been able to do in Xamarin Forms, you'll be able to do in .NET Maui as well. Nice. It's just whether or not you have to use like some form of a compatibility type package um, to make those things happen. So originally for the GA release, we were planning on um, rewriting all of the layout rendering systems to make those snappier. Okay. And so at a certain point, we were like, well, we could do that or we could do all this other stuff. Um, and so what we've decided is that since the newer layouts and some of the newer controls were actually already built with the same like fast rendering technology and all that um, that we've been using for the past year or two, we're not actually going to try and move those to the Maui handler system. So we're switching it from renderer to handler. Mm -hmm. um, we're not going to try and squeeze that in for .NET 6 because it's going to take us away from doing other things that we can work on. So that's one of those things that you won't see um, right off the bat, but you'll still be able to use those layouts just because it's just using the Xamarin Forms layout under the hood. Okay. Um, so they're not like the fully abstracted handler, but they're still there. You can still use them. Um, and, I, and as far as tooling goes, I mean, like Hot Reload, we're working on right now um hot restart your pair to mac all that stuff um it's a challenge it's been very fun kind of digging up the uh, skeletons in the closet from years and years of tooling that we've just kind of duct taped together and now we okay. have to figure out like why things are not working and um if you have if you're someone who does remote ios dev you probably know that xcode 12.5 broke a ton of stuff in pair to mac and we were just like why is this uh-oh. <laughs> so it's been very fun reverse engineering our own stuff um, and getting it ready for .NET 6. But as of right now, as of, you know, like the summer slash fall of 2021, um, the tooling story is kind of changing day by day. Visual Studio is getting better and better at handling .NET MAUI and .NET 6 um, with each passing update. So it's going to continue to do that. And and it's the same story kind of as the SDK side with GA at, at in November, when you get .NET 6 and VS 2022, you should have a very similar, if not the same development experience, if not better development experience that um, with .NET MAUI that you have with Xamarin today. So, yeah. Well, what I could already see was that uh, some of the things are going to be better. Like there's the, the single project support. I, I saw SVGs for as resources. Uh, and, and or do you, do you have a list of, of things that, that I can look forward to? Oh, there's so many the list would take up the uh, the rest of this podcast. But I think the highlights are, you mentioned single project, um, which in its own, it, on its own is a huge update, but uh, the, the shared resources of it is my favorite part. So like you said, it's got SVG support. So instead of putting mm -hmm. an image in your platform specific projects and, you know, one for Android and all the different resolutions, and then one for iOS and all those different resolutions, you can just put one SVG in your 
.NET 6, .NET MAUI project, and that just gets you know deployed correctly to the proper platform. Um, and that the same story is with fonts, um, with app icons and launch screens. We've actually made those so that you just can have a foreground and background image or color and just mm-hmm. smush those two together and we build it for you. So there's no more like futzing about with iOS storyboards for your launch screen for your Xamarin Forms app. Like, nope, it's just a background color and a foreground image and call it a day. Um, <laughs> so those things are all super exciting. And a platform specific code has gotten a whole lot easier. Like you can just do if defs in your C sharp. That's like if Android, don't do this. Or if Windows, show something on the tray. Like really much easier to read um, and and kind of just like, make these tweaks without having to break out into a whole other project or break out into a whole other like API and all this stuff, making interfaces and all that. Um, and then, you know, if you do have large functionality, you need to create platform specific, like, for example, like a Bluetooth thing just for Android, we're still going to give you a folder that's for your Android stuff that you can put all that in. Um, and that you can keep your code kind of neat as you grow your code base. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, single project it, all in all is going to be amazing. I mean, the fact that you don't have to switch between the CPU and the iPhone and the Android and the iPhone simulator and blah, blah, blah. Every time you want to change what you're deploying to and change your startup project, like that is just, that on its own has made me so happy. <laughs> um, and that's because we have multi-targeting now, but you know, it's, there's a whole lot to it, but there's more than just single project in Maui. I mean, .NET Hot Reload isn't really a MAUI feature, but it is something that was built with MAUI in mind. Um, and you'll be able to, in v- VS 2022, hit a little fire emoji. And I like to take credit for the fire emoji being like <laughs> colloquial for Hot Reload now, um, even though I'm sure most other people already had thought of that before I tweeted it once. But yeah, you'll hit be you'll be able to hit the fire emoji and it will reload any of the C-sharp code you've changed in your running app. Um, and that's going to work for Maui. It's going to work for Blazor. And, and the idea is that it's extensible across all the .NET workloads so that you can kind of C-sharp hot reload or .NET or VB hot reload anywhere. So um, let's compare it to the last time you were on, you were talking about XAML hot reload and hot restart, right? And this yeah. is now .NET hot reload, right? Yep. So okay. this is like, if you took XAML hot reload and then you made it C-sharp or VB, that's pretty much what this is. Cool. Um, and you know, that's because so many people were like, XAML hot reload is great. And it's made my life easier. Give me this for not XAML. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were like, okay, I guess. So, um, Dimitri Lyland has been the PM for that and he's on Twitter and, um, you know, you can go find him and follow him for all the latest and greatest, but that's a big part of Maui that we're really excited about. And then, you know, all the improvements on the SDK side beyond just like getting rid of, um, you know, like things that have been deprecated for a long time and not even sl- might be slowing things down. Those are gone. We've changed like the reflection on startups. Like your apps are going to launch a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can register all your things in one place. Like you're, instead of initializing your third-party packages and libraries and all the different projects, you can just do that in your startup.cs file. Um, you know, the, the Maui SDK has support for the Blazor WebView, which is WebView 2. So you can put your Blazor apps in Maui now and run them on the desktop. Over. We're having Mac Catalyst support. Uh-huh. There's just a bajillion things going on. Um, I saw so that. It's, yeah. very, it's very, very exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the Catalyst support is nice. So for, for those who don't know, it's basically UI kit on Mac OS. So you can write, use your iOS app and then just use it on, on Mac OS. And I, I suppose you could write 
well, there was Xamarin.Mac before, which was a complete support of, what was it called, AppKit? AppKit, yeah. And now you can just use the existing iOS code and just, just use that. And it just, uh, it's probably a bigger API than AppKit ever was, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know. It's, I've, the more we've used uh, Catalyst as like proof of concepts and stuff, the more I'm like, wow, this is, I don't know why I'd ever use AppKit again. This does everything. Like, this is great. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. yeah. And you said, well, XAML hot reload and now just .NET hot reload because there's this other thing that was at least on the um, on the timeline for for Maui was uh, some other way of writing your user interface, which is based on James Clancy's Comet project, Comet right? Project. Is yes. this still on the roadmap? So it is an experiment. So it's not something that we have committed to like shipping in the box at any point. Um, okay. We've moved it into the .NET GitHub. So you'll mm -hmm. notice it's no longer on Clancy's personal GitHub. It's it's in the .NET org on GitHub, which is cool. Cool. Um, yeah. and, and it's still very much being actively developed. It's one of those things that um, we, we know that in the .NET 6 GA general availability timeframe, like we would not have enough resources to do everything we wanted to do for Maui and then also add on kind of the Comet MV, MVU syntax um, as a first party in the box solution. So we've mm -hmm. left it as its own thing as an experiment so that hopefully it gains traction kind of on the side from the community. Um, and that to us is a signal that people really want it and that we should invest in making that part of being in the box for a future .NET release, whether that's like .NET 7 or 8 or whatever. Yeah. And a, a lot of the stories that we've brought into Maui, like .NET Hot Reload and um, the single project stuff. And uh, those things were inspired or influenced a lot by what Comet ha does well. Um, so yeah, so I mean, Clancy's part of our team, he's part of .NET. So mm -hmm. we talk all the time. He has hopped in and helped with Maui stuff. So hopefully my dream is that one day we can bring Comet into the .NET Maui like first party in the box experience, but that's mm -hmm. definitely not the reality yet. Okay. Well, you, you, my impression was that people are excited about that additional option to to write your user interface, uh, but you're right. I don't know how many people are actually then going to use it or invest in to maybe work on some pull requests there or contribute somehow to the project. Yeah, you're right. Right. Interesting. So for those coming from Xamarin Forms, what will it look like? They install their new Visual Studio 2022 and then open their existing Xamarin Forms project. Will that still work? Yeah, so VS 2022 has uh, support for Xamarin. Uh, we're still gonna wrap the kind of latest like Android and iOS bits for this summer. So you don't have to move to Maui right away to get onto the latest operating systems. Okay. Um, and, and Xamarin's like still supported throughout the VS 2022 wave or whatever. So that will work. But of course we've had so many questions about like, how do I get my Xamarin app to Maui, like, what if I want to upgrade this, um, you know, and, and just switch over right away? Because we keep saying, you know, it's really not going to be that different. So that kind of implies it should be not that difficult to upgrade. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it hopefully won't be. We're working right now on, um, I don't know, have you heard of the .NET Upgrade Assistant tool? No, .NET Upgrade. For, for upgrade from what to what? So they just released it last winter. Okay. Um, Kathy Sullivan actually gave a talk about it at, I think the .NET conf that was like the focus on windows one in maybe February, ah. um, I guess uh, Northern hemisphere winter. 
it was for getting WPF and ASP.NET core apps from whatever version they're on to uh, .NET 5. Okay. And so, yeah, so I was watching .NET Con focus on Windows and I saw Kathy give this talk and I was like, this is really cool. Uh, why don't we just do this for Xamarin? Because <laughs> we had been talking for like months, like we really need to have a good migration story. Mm, we should really make sure we have something for upgrading. Maybe it's like a tool or a wizard or something. Mm -hmm. And then sure enough, Kathy just gets out and demos it already there. for. And I'm like, oh, great. Okay. Um, and it's an open source tool. So you can go find it on GitHub.NET Upgrade Assistant. Mm -hmm. um, it's It uses TriConvert for a couple of its like steps under the hood. So it's built on stuff that you've probably seen used before with other .NET projects. But what we wanted to do was expand it to um, support taking your Xamarin, whether they're native or Xamarin forms projects and bump them to .NET 6, mm -hmm. um, whether that's MAUI or like .NET 6 for Android and iOS, which is really what Xamarin in this time frame. I'm going to recommend that .NET upgrade assistant to a customer tomorrow. <laughs> I didn't know about this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, where, it's where awesome. We, we upgraded the server to .NET Core, but the client was still, the WPF client was still stuck on, on .NET 4.6 yeah so um yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so is this something that's integrated into visual studio or is this a command line tool or what is it going to be like it's a command line tool right now and i think that's probably what it's going to stay as mm -hmm. um it's it's step by step so the way it works is like the first thing it's going to do is back up your project right it, so hopefully you're using source control you know but <laughs> yeah i i don't judge so um, it's going to back up all your projects and then it's going to go through and see kind of in that solution, like what projects are eligible to be upgraded and what they should be upgraded to. Mm -hmm. Um, so for example, with like a Xamarin forms project, you have your .NET standard project that's got the forms code and XAML and all that. And then you have your Android and iOS projects, um, and UWP if you have that. Um, and those project files are on the old project system type. So those project files have to be tri-converted. So one of the first things that the um, upgrade assistant will do is it'll take those project files and it'll make them SDK style. Okay. And then upgrade everything to .NET 6 and make sure that's all targeted right. And then it'll go through and update all, uh, and this is not the order it goes in, but it's something like this. It'll go through, it'll update all the target framework monikers, which is what we call it when it's like, instead of mono Android or whatever it is now, and the device uh, the target framework GUID, which is just a bunch of random letters that mean something. Mm -hmm. um, now it's, you know, .NET 6 Android. So it's a little bit easier to read and see what you're targeting. Um, and then it'll go through, it'll check out all your namespaces. So for native apps and stuff, the namespaces don't change because they're the native namespaces. But for forms, using Xamarin Forms will become using Microsoft.Maui or Microsoft.Maui.core or whatever. Um, Xamarin Essentials is going to be Maui.devices, I think. Huh. Um, yeah, so it will go through, it'll basically find and replace all that for you. It'll update your XAML namespaces. It'll get rid of like properties and, and assembly stuff that you don't need anymore that can be re registered in the startup file, in the startup class. Um, make sure that, you know, it bumps all the NuGets that it can bump. And if not, it tells you what NuGets are not going to be compatible with this. Just the Xamarin Forms NuGets, right? There's, I mean, if there's versions of things that aren't compatible, like um, uh, like the system nougats and stuff, or anything that's like needs to be bumped for .NET right. six to work, ah, those okay. things it'll go out and mm -hmm. uh, and upgrade for you too. So it's yeah, it's super powerful, and the demos I've seen of it, and and having used it on like you know my fake demo WPF and ASP.NET Core apps and whatever, 
um, it's pretty awesome and, it, and it's step-by-step step. and for a command line tool, it feels like you're really being walked through it. So um, yeah, I'm very excited about it. We'll see how far it gets you. Like my guesstimate is that for most Xamarin Forms apps, it'll get you like 90% of the way there. And then the last mm -hmm. few things you'll have to do will be like, we'll give you docs and blogs and whatever that you want to follow step-by-step um, step and, and just make sure everything works yourself. But I'm hopeful that like, it's going to take a person a couple hours, one afternoon to get your app from Xamarin Forms to Maui. That's that. That would be great. Yeah. So if it's anything like the, the Maui check command line tool that you can use right now to see, to, to get your, your prerequisites for Maui installation, uh, installed, uh, then, then it's, it's going to be awesome <laughs> because we tried that with a couple of people and it is never, it never failed. It just installed everything. And what was it called? Was it called Maui check or check? Maui check. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And that's on Jonathan Dick's GitHub. And he's just that he's the dev lead for the Maui team. And he just like built that in his free time because he was so sick of fussing around with dependencies. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's pretty good. Nice. And and so you you run this conversion and it's going to end up in the same project structure as what you had before, right? So separate file, separate projects, but new SDK style. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Sorry, I'm nodding and on video instead of <laughs> I verbally acknowledging because it's a podcast. Um, but yeah, it's going to keep it kind of split out into the separate projects. Um, we've talked about, I've been calling it very technical term, single projectifying via yeah. the upgrade assistant, but we're not like quite sure if it's going to be as simple as we think it is. So we're doing the right thing and we're starting small. We're not going to try and bite off more than we can chew. Um, but you know, at, a couple folks have migrated to Maui and then migrated their projects to the single project structure. And they're like, I literally just copy pasted all the stuff in my Android project and pasted mm -hmm. it into the Android folder. So if it really is that simple, maybe the tool can do it for you. Or maybe there's a flag. It's like dash single project or something. And, um, it will do it for you, but I'm not promising that yet because I feel <laughs> like that seems a little bit too easy. <laughs> I, I would have expected it to to seem more complicated. Like like, wouldn't it? Shouldn't it just if the files are the same under iOS and Android, should it just put them in a common space or, or something like that? Or that would probably be too too intelligent for such a tool. Yeah, interesting. I know. And there's certain things that like you're gonna like if you have a bunch of images in your Android and iOS projects, like we're not gonna just delete all your images and pretend that you have one that can replace them all. Like that would be a little heavy handed of us. <laughs> um, so you know we want to put the control into into folks' hands. And there's yeah. also project like application versions and um, not permissions yet, but hopefully by GA. We're not not quite sure, but like there are a lot of things you'll be able to set in the shared project file now. Um, so mm -hmm. it's, there's this weird problem that we are running into, which is like, how do we tell people what project file is the true project file? Like, is it by default, the shared one? Is it by default, the native one? If you delete these things from the native one, will it still compile? And then will it be smart enough to know that like, you're trying to use this shared project file to set these values or whatever. So it's been a fun challenge where, uh, we're trying to, it's a good user experience, uh, it, experience experiment maybe yeah that we're trying to figure out here so <laughs> and what what is left uh so you you still you've got a tight schedule I, i'm guessing and uh, limited resources um 
what is going to be the focus for for the next three months four months yeah oh my gosh it's coming up way too fast um on the on the side of the sdk it's really they have actually a very nice um on the github on the wiki for maui there is a status page where they dave ortnow and javier suarez ruiz go in and with emojis say this is on track this is not on track Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be the most up-to-date thing today. I mean, really, it's just fleshing out more of the controls and renders and making sure that the architecture is ready to roll, making sure that it's rock solid and super stable. Um, we're kind of getting into the point now where we're more into like stabilization and bug fixing and all that. Okay. Um, and then on the tooling side, the biggest focus that hopefully you'll see the most improvement in in the most next couple months is um, getting everything to work on Mac. Because Visual Studio for Mac 2022 is also going to come out at some point, either late this year or early next year. Um, and it needs to, there's a lot more that has to happen on Mac to support .NET 6 right now than there was on Windows. So Windows is kind of working right now um, for your previews. Mac, mm-hmm. we have to reinvent a couple of wheels. So <laughs> it's going to be a fun project, but that's really our focus on the Visual Studio side. Um but hopefully, and, and I was talking to one of our developer leads about this the other day, like what I would like, I would be happy if we shipped what we had today. I would be okay with that. And if we spend the next couple months focusing on bug fixing and making sure that, um, you know, the experience for getting started and for upgrading and for onboarding other people, like when, that all those experiences are super tight and don't really cause too much friction. Like I'd be happy with that. I think we have enough right now to, be proud of what we were to ship. But of course, there's always more things we want to work on. So. Yeah. <laughs> so we're never done. One thing I'm interested in, it, so when, when we start developing new desktop applications uh, for Windows, sometimes we still start a WPF application. And I'm looking for that that point where we could start, say, let's do Maui first, even if we're only targeting Windows, and then we, We'll have advantages in the future when when we need a, a mobile app uh, to go along with that, or or we just want to port it to a different platform. Uh, and I saw that there were some features that were specific to to like desktop applications, you know, like multiple document handling. Is this going to be in the first release, or is that something for later? Um, it is one of those things that depends on the day and depends on who you ask. Like yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, there definitely will be Windows support, like WinUI support, um, yeah. and you can always drop down into the platform specific stuff and do it there if you want to. Uh, yeah, I would I would check the GitHub and see what those specific things are saying today. Um, but yeah, the the goal is like if you're a, if you are someone who needs to develop a desktop application and you're not really married to doing a WinUI or native Windows app, like mm-hmm. you should very comfortable using maui and using that and getting as far as you need to with desktop and then, like you said if you ever have a need for mobile or something to flip it over to pretty trivial so yeah that's the goal great i'm really looking forward to to this release um it, it sounds so promising and the first impression was also good so good yeah good i'm glad we were very worried with the first couple of previews we were like okay, like previews one through three of .NET 6 didn't have a lot of Maui in it. And then preview four and five were like, okay, you guys, people could start kind of using it now, but it's not, don't expect too much. Um, and the past couple of previews, preview, previews four, five, six, really like five and six have just been 
they've really started to look and feel like what I think we're going to ship in a couple months. Okay. And you have agreed to be the keynote speaker at the conference I'm co-organizing, the Zam Expert Day. Ah, uh, yes. October. I didn't it's... know you were a core organizer of that. Yeah. How did I not know that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Uh, some, someone else asked you, but uh, yeah. I, I think it's October 1st. And it it's going to be virtual this year and not in Cologne. So, but thank I you. Know. Thank you for, for being the keynote speaker there. And uh, I, I'm assuming you're going to be able to tell us more that, that that'll be right before release. So you're going for to sure. know a lot more what's going to be in the package. And if there's, there's some new exciting things to look forward to. Oh yeah. Every day there's new stuff. So I'll, I'll hopefully in October have a pretty good picture to paint of the release. And um, the, your co-organizer, Gerald, when he asked me, he said, could you do October 8th? And I said, no, I'm getting married on October 8th. <laughs> so he was kind enough to move Sam Expert Day back a week for me. Um, and then I'm gone for most of October. So I'm actually going to miss the last few weeks of like Maui related shenanigans before ah. release because I'm like going on my honeymoon. So I'm <laughs> already kind of like sad about it. But Sam uh, Expert Day will be my last hurrah. And then I'll come back and hopefully everything will just be perfect and we'll we'll ship it all and that'll be great. So yeah. we'll see. Well, you were the first person we asked, so it was no problem to, to move the entire conference. <laughs> Good. I appreciate it. Um, great. Well, I'm looking forward to, to hearing you there again and seeing you virtually and uh, maybe in person sometime again, too. Of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> 2022, that's going to be the year. Right, right, right. We'll, we'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah. uh, until then, this has been another episode of Dev Talk, and we'll see each other again in two weeks. Bye bye. Mm -hmm.